BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, and welcome back to What We Said podcast. Chelsea usually starts us off, but she pushed <laughs> record. She pushed record, and then her microphone was nowhere in sight. So yes. I took over. Happy ha- Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Hope you're having a great, great week. Chelsea and I spoke last night at a little event for our friend Tessa. If you guys are familiar with the Tessa app, it's amazing for editing photos and videos. And anyway, they had an event for, it was kind of like a vision boarding event where we made vision boards. It was so fun. And we gave a little speech, if you will, about visualizing your dream life. And in preparation for it, we just, you know, talking about it, we were like, we need to do a podcast episode about Mm -hmm. this because it's such a great topic. And it was making us feel so inspired, just even like you know, preparing this lesson. So we wanted to just have a fun convo about it on the podcast. Yes. It was like for like the Tessa app new collection, I think like preset. Mm -hmm. And they have a new merch too. Yeah. And I'm wearing it right now. It's very comfortable. It's really, really cute. But it was fun. We took, I brought Case to it. I was like, you know what? Nick's like, I'll just stay home. I'm like, we're bringing this boy. He's coming out. He's going to socialize and he was so tired when we got home last night it was amazing i was like okay <laughs> slept so well wore him out more just introduce him to the world yeah the event was at the santa monica proper which is such a pretty hotel and i've never stayed there but we've been to two events mm-hmm. now at it and it's so it's pretty gorgeous. it just has such cool decor and stuff so yeah it was a great great night full of lots of inspo i have to tell you guys about the most <laughs> shocking thing about we have to tell you about how men take one step forward in last week's episode and immediately two steps back. Possibly guys, three. You guys, if you saw my TikTok about this, you already know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the man on the plane. If you're unfamiliar, buckle up. This is one of the craziest things that's ever happened to me, especially in a public setting. And it was, the irony was just too much because we recorded the episode about restoring our faith in men the night before this happened. Mm -hmm. Seriously, 10 hours before this incident occurred. So Danny and I went to New York City and we were on our first flight. We had a layover and we were on our first flight from Orange County to shockingly Seattle. Yeah, it's not on the way. That's why our flight was literally $100. We realized <gasps> yeah. once we were like, you know, the on travel the day had begun. We're like, okay, this is a bit out of the way. But, you know, it all worked out. So anyway, we're on the flight from John Wayne, which is Orange County, to Seattle. And we're just chatting it up, you know, talking about Danny's new business, whatever, just catching up. 
And as girls do, as we do. And this man, we're probably two hours into the flight, maybe an hour. This man, you guys, turns around from in front of us. And I kid you not, he says, first he goes, seriously, and kind of rolls his eyes. And I thought, I was like, oh, shoot, are we talking too loud? Because I would actually respect that. Yeah, for sure. If he said, can you guys please quiet down? I would be like, oh, so sorry. Yeah, definitely. Like, I I can see how that would be annoying. Mm -hmm. So I thought he was going to say, like, you're talking too loud. But I was trying to be conscious the whole time to not talk super loud. So that's why I was, like, kind of surprised by him turning around. So then he, um, me and Danny just look at each other. Because we don't really know what Wait, the deal is. Wait, did he say seri- seriously and keep looking at you? Or he just said seriously? And he like- goes seriously and kind of just turns back okay. around. And I go, and we just looked at each other. I was like, oh, are we talking a little too loud or something? And then we just like keep talking at a, like a lower pace. And then he turns around again, like two seconds later. So yeah. he, he turned back around. Then, okay, he turns around again. And He's he goes. prepping himself. Yes, he was prepping. So he has his headphones out of his ear, by the way. And he goes, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just astonished. And we're just kind of sitting there like, wait, okay. how old was he? What did he like look like? Yeah. Balding, a, ugly. Give, pff, just give kidding. us a vision. No, I'm kidding. I don't know if he was. He had a beanie on. Someone commented they're like, was he bald? I said, chances are high. Middle-aged white man, like 30, probably 35 years old, maybe, maybe about to hit 40. Definitely not attractive by any means, mm-hmm. you know, not giving me the vibe that he's super successful and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just a middle-aged white guy. That's all, yeah. all I can really picture. Okay. Wait, I thought middle-aged was like literally 50. Am I wrong? Is it like 30? I think of it or as like, like 40. Maybe. I think of it as like 35, 40, okay. but I don't know. I guess I don't know what mid. I don't either. Anyways, Anywho, that's irrelevant. Keep going. So he turns out, he's like, I'm just astonished. You guys say like way too much. <laughs> and we're just stunned. We are too stunned to speak. So I'm just staring at him like kind of shocked. And he just, you guys, goes on and on. He was, a fire was lit underneath him and he could not wait to just give us a piece of his mind. So he goes, you guys say like way too much. You honestly don't understand how stupid you guys sound when you speak. You sound like actual buffoons. Do you guys understand that you are buffoons? I don't know where you guys are from, but the way you speak makes you sound so stupid. Oh my gosh. Doubles down, goes nuts. And so after he's like being actually disrespectful, I said I said to him, well, good thing we weren't talking to you, nor do we care what yeah. you think about the way we speak. And we didn't ask for your approval. Oh my god! And he's like, oh, hey, I'm just trying to be, it's, it's just a friendly, I'm yeah, just trying so to be friendly. A, yeah, so friendly. Calling us stupid idiots. Yeah, buffoons. Such a friendly way to address somebody. Yeah. Um, he's like, I'm just trying to help you get somewhere in life. You're not going to get anywhere in life talking like that. Trust me. You're like, I don't see you in first class, buddy. Exactly. I'm like, why would I take your advice? I didn't ask. <laughs> like, I know you're on this $100 flight too. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, I know that seat was 100 bucks. I know that's a layover in Seattle, my friend, as well. <laughs> exactly. So I am just stunned. And then he keeps going on. He's like, you're probably not even going to take my advice. And Danny goes, yeah, we're not. So why are you still talking? <laughs> and he, it just goes on and on. He did not stop. Like, I don't know how long it was. I want to say 
two minutes of him just That's going long. in on us. And the guy next to him on the flight, I think, was embarrassed. I don't think he knew. They don't, didn't know each other. Yeah. But I could tell he was just like, what is this guy freaking doing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would be so – like, if the person sitting next to me was talking like that to people behind me, I'd be like, well, if it was girls, I would be like, sir. Yes. <laughs> and let's <laughs> – Mind break, your business. Let's break down the situation because here is the annoying part about it. So, first of all, after this happened – he once he turned back around, I said to to Danny, "What we're not gonna do is be quiet." Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. Like you really think you're gonna turn around? Yeah, be so disrespectful and degrading, and I'm just gonna like quiet down and yeah. not say another word. Mm, think again, buddy. Oh so, my god. So I'm not joking. This is how I started talking. I go, well, Kim Kardashian, did you see like that TikTok? Well, like. I don't know if she like, well, hold on. Like, did you see? Okay. I think like <laughs> that. And I, I'm not joking. I, I'm like, you made your bed and you will lie yes. in it. Like, I'm going to annoy you for the rest of the flight. 100%. So started saying like every five seconds, even more. Um, started saying literally 24-7. And, and this is the reason that this is uncalled for and ridiculous is because this man would have never turned around and said this. No. If to, to two guys who said like a lot. By the way, it's not just girls who say like a lot. And by the way, lot. you guys are not like teenage girls either where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm teaching the youth of America. It's like, you're grown women. We're literally almost 30. Yeah. So, ew. That gives me bad vibes. He was the ick personified. Yes. He was he was an internet troll personified. That, that was the craziest part. You know how people say, oh, people say stuff on the internet, but they'll never say it to your face. Yeah. This was one of those things where it's like, no, this man had the audacity <laughs> do. to my, our face. Like, this is crazy. Oh my gosh. And we were saying, he also would have never said that if I was with Leif or if she was with Chase. No. And we were talking so to our true. husband and we were saying like, you think he would have turned around and said that to me with my husband sitting no. next to me? Immediately, no. You know what would have been iconic if the man next? Oh, not that. I'm like if the man next to him <laughs> saved you guys. Is that you needed a damsel in distress? But just because that's what get like gets those guys like insecure as other guys. Like you know, if the yeah. guy next to him pretended to be like your husband or your dad or something, and then like was like, you know what I mean? Yes. Kind of was saying something, and back. then you felt like, oh, I'm like I feel stupid because I'm cornered now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and had your back. Oh, and I actually was praying. I wanted him to turn around again. I had some things up my sleeve. (laughs) You're like writing in your notes. Literally. I was like thinking of things because in those moments, like truly you, you become so shocked that you cannot speak. No, there was nothing to say. Like it was just because you're, you're processing as it's happening. Yeah. And all we kept saying was we didn't ask. We don't care. Like, why are you still talking to us? But it was one of those things I, afterwards I was like, I wish I, I wanted to ask him. If he continued, if he turned back around at some point, I was going to be like, do you have a business card? Like, you are clearly so successful and smart. You teach courses online. Yeah, I need more of your advice. You have the best advice yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> um, you know what? That's truly the power move is to make people believe that they're in control of the situation and that they have it when in reality. They don't. It's you. Yeah. So anyway, that led me down a rabbit hole because I posted it on TikTok and some people were commenting. And here's the other thing. It is literally like a socially made up thing if you really stop to think about it, okay? Because there were some girls who were like, well, maybe you do need to say like less. Like maybe you need to be more self-aware and blah, blah, blah. Wow. Um, here's the thing. 
people are completely entitled to their preferences and their mm-hmm. opinions. If if this man thinks I say, say like too much, that's fine. If he thinks it's annoying, that's also fine. Him turning around and calling me stupid, mm, it's going to be a no for me. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a literal socially made up construct if you really think about it. The 100%. fact that, okay, if you have a valley girl accent and you say like a lot, you're stupid. Yes. That, that's what, it, you know, socially we're made to think. Why? Why is like, someone just decided one day, oh, if you say like a lot, it makes you sound it dumb. It makes you sound dumb. Okay. That's made up in your mind. That's yeah. not even a real, that's not a fact. Mm-hmm. That is a complete opinion. That is not a fact. And then people were saying, well, it's a filler word. It's a filler word. I'm like, so who cares? Is, um, so is um. I know actually a lot of guys who say like and um constantly mm-hmm. and no one ever says a word to them. No, it really is. And you know what? I actually like, you know how the, it's the same thing when you email as a girl and you, you like you do a bunch of exclamation points and like the punctuation, you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this because it's not professional. I have literally been like, no, that's because like, that's just how girls communicate. And that's okay. Like, it's okay that I do that. It doesn't make me less professional. I am a professional. Like, I'm a professional. So, however I talk is how a professional would talk. So, exactly. Sorry. Like, I'm going matter. to put three exclamation points. You're going to know that I put XOXO Charles at the end of all my emails yeah. because I want to talk like that. Exactly. Sorry. I don't have to talk like how, you know, a man talks. No. A man emails. And people were saying that, They're like, well, in professional situations, da da da. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and also you're on a plane with a friend. Exactly. I'm not at a job. I'm not, he's not interviewing me for a job. Yeah. I'm talking, I'm not even talking to this he's man. He's not your public speaking professor. No. I'm like, you don't have a say in the matter. Why are you talking? It was so shocking. And I was saying to Danny too, I'm like, it's not that it, yes, it was, it was more funny to me than anything. And also literally free content. I'm like, wow. And also you the Lord always provides. <laughs> like, it was just great content for yeah. us to chat about. I could not wait. The second this happened, my immediate thought was, I cannot wait to talk about this on the podcast. Seriously. I cannot believe this happened because it sounds like a story that someone would write into us. Yes. And be like, this man had the audacity and we would oh, freak out over it. I cannot, I really can't believe that. And it was really the fact that it was right after our faith restored, you know. Yeah. back in men we really tried guys yeah we really tried we tried and the universe said don't forget (laughs) he said don't you forget (laughs) he he was placed on my path for a reason keep on your toes literally always always on your toes (laughs) oh my gosh that's horrible honestly it is horrible i can't believe that i think it was on the heels of like because danny and i had been talking about how just oh oh we want to know something else that's actually hilarious and i almost started laughing out loud when he was talking to me because he was saying like so unnecessarily. Stop. He goes, he goes, he said to me and he's like, it's just like, and he couldn't think of the words. And I literally almost said, okay, you need to work on it like, too then. Like, 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 yeah. like what? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you're so stupid. You, I can't. But, oh, Danny and I had just been talking about how I feel like, and it's not to make, you know, as a girl to make yourself the victim. But I just feel like there's so many things in life where, you know, if you like to do TikToks of your outfits, it's cringe. And like, you say like too much. You sound stupid. Like there's so many just little things that society has made up completely Mm -hmm. that they get mad at girls for, but guys don't get flack for at all. And they're just like, after a while, it's just so annoying. It's not even that I'm, so mad and infuriated. I'm just like, 
you're annoying to me. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have to be so like nitpicky about like, why can't we just have fun? Why why can't I say like all the time? I'm yes. talking to my friend. Why do you care? It, it's just again, you're entitled to be annoyed. I was even saying, okay, the closest thing I can even fathom is so two guys sitting behind me you know, talking disgustingly or saying the F word actually every five seconds. Mm -hmm. Would it annoy me? Would I be like, okay, that's a little much? Maybe. Yeah. Would I say anything? No, I'd put my headphones on full blast and be like, you're annoying. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't know you and I don't need to comment on it. No. I just don't understand. I just don't understand the need to correct. No. No. He loved… When it has… When like you just… He threw himself into the equation. Yes. And he He catapulted himself into the He loved… He just learned the word buffoon. I'm sure of it. He was so excited to call us buffoons. This man was at the ready. If only he knew that you talked for a literal (laughs) living and that we literally just came up like with the term valley girls for our listeners. It's all too much. The irony is too strong. Well, thank you, sir, for the content. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share my story, guys. I cannot believe this happened. I really can't believe it either. It was great. It's a great story. Yeah. Sure. We love a shocking turn yeah. of events, you know? Yeah. No, Not- that's so true. After every time something shocking happens, I'm like, oh, can't wait to share on the podcast. And it just gives you even content just to chat about people. Mm-hmm. Good stories. Good stories. Everything shocking, you know, just that's a great life lesson. Every time something shocking happens, we talk about this with weddings. It's like in the moment, it's horrible. Later on, it's a great story. Exactly. And that's what we got to think about. Yeah. We're going to jump into an ad real quick and we're going to get serious about some good life advice. Let me just tell you, enough is truly never enough. Sometimes you just feel like, oh, I'm not satisfied with my life. Like I want more. I want more. I want more. Well, the answer is you need more. And that more is playing games on your phone. I'm just kidding, but not really. Best Fiends. I'm I'm telling you about Best Fiends. You've heard it here before. And if you're looking for kind of just like a mindless game to play that like on the airplane when you're in a waiting room or something like that, Best Fiends is perfect. You can make it like they have thousands of levels literally and it's never ending fun. Yeah, it's like a little casual mobile puzzle game and they have cute little characters. It's a mood boost for sure. And, you know, like, inner peace is great and everything, but do you know what's better, Chelsea? What? Making it to level 1,000 <laughs> in Best Fiends. That's what true satisfaction feels like. I don't know if you guys knew that. I'm putting that on my mood board. Yeah. The vision board for today is Best Fiends. So I personally haven't made it to level 1,000 yet. I'm trying. I'm looking right now to see what level I'm actually on. So I am currently on level 90. I'll get, I'll get to 1,000 one day. Once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection, which is great if you're stuck without Wi-Fi, specifically on the plane. Great place to play games on your phone. Collect tons of fiends that get powered up as you play more levels. Every win brings new challenges, th- and there are thousands of puzzles to play. They have new in-game events that are added all the time and thousands of levels like Chelsea mentioned. There's So there's always more to play. So go ahead and let enough is never enough be your new mantra. Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. Plus earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5, which is super easy to do, by the way. That is friends without the R, Best Fiends. Go check it out. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. You guys want to know what Honey saved me a ton of money on, which finally got delivered. I mentioned it in last week's podcast episode, my bed frame. 
Ooh, and thank you, honey. Thank you, honey, because this was a big purchase. It was like a huge splurge for me as it was. And honey saved me a massive chunk of money on it. Like I'm not talking, I, I actually don't remember the exact amount right now, but it was hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. And that was, a great, great day for me using Honey. So we all shop online and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. So this is how Honey works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite websites. When you go to check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait just a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And then if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop and justify your purchase. So Honey has found its over 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. You'll be doing yourself a solid and you'll be supporting this podcast. We would never recommend something that we don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash what we said. That's joinhoney.com slash what we said. Well, do you want, um, do you have any other life no, updates? I was going to say, should we talk about my bloody ear now or <laughs> yeah. should I save that for another day? I don't think there's any need to my go into heavy ear. detail. New York was just full. Go, go to my TikTok. I did a TikTok about all my trauma from New York. The trip. It was really such a fun trip. It was not. Yeah, it looked so bad. fun. I was getting FOMO. It was like I just was like feeling the feeling of being in New York when we go and we just stay in hotel room. We order in. We like go eat food. We walk around town. We go get like go to New Top. It's just ugh, I wish I could go. I know we missed you. It was it was fun. We went pretty much at the exact same time of year the previous year. Yeah, and so it was like still chilly but not super busy there. It was really fun. I'll just quickly give you the rundown that I got a new piercing in New York. Well, I got, I guess I got two. I re-pierced one of my, the holes on my left ear. And that was the, that was the one that was the, um, Oh, the one that you re-pierced. Yes. And I woke up, you guys, it didn't hurt. Like it wasn't that bad when I got it done. I was like, Oh, great. But after you get a piercing, you're not supposed to lay on that ear because it's just like, you know, you don't want to rip it around, whatever. You don't want to touch it that much. So I laid on my right side. I woke up the next morning and I was very conscious to lay on my right side. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like crunching behind my ear. I, I touch my ear. I say, what? Or, or my hair. I'm like, what is in my hair? I took a photo. The blood that was behind my ear matted into my hair and all over my neck. Crusted. You guys did. It looked like I got stabbed in the neck. I'm not joking. No, it was it horrifying. Was shocking. I almost sent you a photo on on warranted and then I remembered your squeamish so I asked I asked permission I was like Chelsea I need to tell you what happened to me this morning and I sent her the photo I made a TikTok of it but actually got taken down because it was just like too graphic which I probably should have known no I had to delete it like from our thread like we were still texting and I was like sorry I have to delete this it was repulsive and I know that I'm an exaggerative person Mm -hmm. but it looked like a crime scene no it was pretty bad it was a horror film there was blood everywhere sometimes you get piercings and they get a little bit infected or something it's not fun like it's crusty a little bit on the back but you don't even really know no i've never seen that happen oh i've never and people were commenting they're like i have 10 piercings and this i've never seen anything like this i I wonder why like i have no idea and it's a lobe piercing too it's not cartilage it's not a tragus piercing it is literally a lobe piercing it's not even a big deal so i've seen some scary things about piercing lately on my like feeds what do you mean popular page i can't i don't want to say it out loud great no not that piercings like I saw 
like those seed piercings. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, it, it kind of makes me feel kind of weird. Yeah, they're so tiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, like them getting infected and like it was right after yours. And I was like, maybe I'll wait to get my ears pierced. <laughs> yeah, it was. But the weirdest part of all is that like it wasn't that painful. I yeah. don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I hit it in the night. Again, I was being so cautious, but I have no idea. But when I woke up, it's not like I was in pain. There was just blood everywhere. Yeah. And then I cleaned it all up and Wait, it was fine. Wait, had closed on. first? Yes. Oh, maybe it was like a kind of like, you know how a scab sometimes when the scab comes off of something, it like re-bleeds. Maybe. maybe something like that. I don't know, I don't know. what happened, That's but crazy. it was nuts. I had, um, what is the one, the, my cartilage yeah. first, like a couple years ago. And I loved it so much, but it kept getting infected and it kept like snagging on things. And I got it done like at the worst place possible. It was like in a freaking kiosk at the mall, just like randomly. I never have made smart decisions with where I go to get my ears pierced. It was getting so infected. It was like a bubble on the back of my thing. And I was just like, Uh, this is so cute, but like, it's just not worth the hassle. It's not worth it. Of just getting infected. And and I even went to a tattoo, like legitimate piercing place. Didn't we go together to get something done? Um... I went with you one time. I didn't okay, get I was going to say, I have a memory of both of us walking into a piercing yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, I, I went with you, what... I think, to get the, your second ones. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I think I had taken out my cartilage one at that point. They're so cute. I was, like, obsessed with it, but it just got infected. Ugh, the worst. It was not fun, so. Well, thank you guys for them. listening to my trauma. It, it really trauma was. Trauma bonding. Yeah. Yeah, it was really something. But, yeah. again, we love free content. We do. Anything Sh- else? No, let's get into the positivity. <laughs> Positive vibes. Positive vibes only. I have an uh, update first. Oh, yeah. Um, And <laughs> I think it's just like people know what, what's going to be our life updates now if they follow us on social media, like um, on TikTok or on Instagram, because I've been posting about my iPad on my Instagram and everyone's like, can't wait for the new life <laughs> I'm dead. An iPad girl. And they know. I got an iPad and I am actually obsessed with it. Like I... We were kind of thinking like, should we get a laptop or – because I have a laptop that I've got in like – I think it was like 2013 is when I got my laptop. And it just barely kind of lost – it passed away, yeah. unfortunately. And so I was looking at a laptop, but I also wanted an iPad because I wanted to be like drawing and, you know, experimenting with my creativity. And we looked – we went to the Apple store, which is like one of the like most amazing places. I just love going to the it Apple store. It is the best. And I bought the like – new iPad with the magic keyboard or whatever. And it's like a laptop. Yeah. It's so nice. nice. Like I can type on it. I can answer emails. And I love it because I don't have to have my social media apps on there. But I like I work on my phone all the time, like answering emails, like if I'm FaceTiming, like anything. I always do it on my phone because I don't know. I don't even use my desktop that much. But now this is really nice because I don't have Instagram or TikTok on the iPad. So I can be on Gmail and like not even be distracted or tempted yes and i can like take notes and everyone was sending me their favorite apps so i'll, I'll keep you updated with the uh, what apps i'm really I- been iPads liking, are but, great mm-hmm. and for the podcast like when we do ads i usually read off my phone i don't know how you do that and you've been doing that for a while for a, forever yeah i've always been doing it off my phone and it's the tiniest text and i'm always like i don't know just like squinting so now i can read and it's great we love that for Big, you fat text i love it should we get into the meat the meat and potatoes, if you will. The plant-based meat of today's podcast. The impossible episode. meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited because <sighs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm excited because I feel like, at least for me, whenever I listen to episodes about things like this, about 
you know, designing your dream life and visualizing things, it just makes me feel so inspired and yes. um, just gives me great feelings. So I hope that it's energizing. It, yes. I hope that's how it is for you guys too, because that's our goal. Yeah. Actually, I have something first I want to talk about. Okay. And it's maybe a, a confession, but I saw your TikTok today. Oh, your- no. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, I felt like you were going to call me out just by your facial expression. No, no, no. I'm not calling you out. Not I- the spam account. You're not supposed to ring it up. See, that's, that's why fair. I don't post stuff no, no, like no, this. No, no, no. I'm not calling you out. I'm not like getting you in trouble. I was going to say like, I relate to it 100%. And I was going to say, I think we should talk about it on the podcast because I think that feeling is like very valid. And I think that, oh, well, maybe we should explain to the yeah. um, listeners. I was going to say the viewers. <laughs> I'm like, the YouTube viewers. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. No YouTube videos for now. But you posted a TikTok. You can explain it. I'm like, okay. you can go ahead. And yeah, cool. Wasn't, Tell wasn't us what you did. planning on unpacking this today. <laughs> um, I just posted about how I feel like I'm in a stage or phase of life where I'm so happy and I'm surrounded by the best people, but I feel super lonely lately. And I just feel like no one can like fully get me, even though – Again, that's not even what I've realized is that's not even necessary. It's like you're never going to find someone who literally understands every single part of you. That's not probably even possible. And that's why you have different people in your life that understand maybe certain, you know, parts of you or whatever. But I've just been talking to Leif about this a lot recently, too, is like I just feel, yeah, kind of lonely. But it's weird because I'm surrounded by like the best people. Mm-hmm. I'm not alone. I have the best people who support me. And I never even want to say that. What I was saying yeah, is no, I never I, even I want to that. say that out loud because then I feel like my friends or my family are like, oh, that's so sad. Like yeah. you feel lonely and we thought we were there for you. And I'm like, no, you guys are doing more than enough. It's nothing that you can even do. It's just an internal thing that like, I don't know that it can be fixed. And I don't know. I've just been feeling that more recently. Yeah. No, I I wanted – I didn't want to, like, make you explain it. I understand you in the way of, like, not why you feel misunderstood, but I understand the feeling of feeling misunderstood. Yeah. And I feel like because we're all different, but, like, it seems like everyone else is also the same at the same time. So sometimes Mm -hmm. if there's something that you're not seeing in other people that you feel all the time or people people aren't voicing, you start to feel like, okay, am I like, should I even talk about this? Like, am I feeling like you start to feel like- Am I the odd one out? Yeah, like alienated. I felt that a lot like recently. I've actually recently started to feel more, not understood, but less lonely, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I had like like a lot of my pregnancy, I kind of felt lonely just- I don't know. Same thing where it's like, I I don't know if there's anything anyone could do. I just, yeah. It, and I think I was like thinking about this. I'm like, I think it's just when you go through something like transformative, you have to be alone. Like, you, yes, you can't always be, you know, relating and like understood 100% of the time. Like no. sometimes the most like I would consider you know, pregnancy, like one of the most transformative and like birth to be in motherhood, tra- very transformative and like it's the loneliest I've ever felt at the same time. But yeah. because of that, it makes you grow and it makes you like look within. And and also I think like sometimes I don't even know how to, and I don't know if you can relate to this, but like I don't even know how to express why I feel misunderstood or like how I want to be, how I think I am, I guess. Or like how, you know, if, if you're not feeling like you're being represented in the way that you believe you are, basically. Yes. Well, I think this is the best way I can explain the feeling, I think, is like, 
and this is just life. So again, it's not that I'm saying I'm unique in this sense, but it's like, I feel like there are certain aspects of me where certain people can relate, but Mm -hmm. so, so it's like, okay, with the infertility thing, like I feel lonely in that sometimes because I, you know, everyone, even though certain people have gone through it, number one, I don't have anyone super close to me. That's like still going, walking through that with me necessarily, Mm -hmm. which is fine. And I, and I know people who will be like, Hey, like I'm here for you. I've gone through it. So it, but it's like, okay, if there's someone like I relate to. Like in the same to, exact stage as you at the yeah, same exact time. Yes. And if there is someone who's like, I get it. Like I've been there or we get each other in that way and I can relate to them. It's like then, but their, you know, relationship to like spirituality is like completely different than mine. So I'm mm-hmm. like, do you know what I'm saying? It's yes. like, there's just no one who gets all of me and that's mm-hmm. no one ever will get all of you. So it's not like I'm again saying I'm unique. It's that's how just life is. But it's like. I feel like recently I've just been changing a lot, like mm-hmm. mentally or not even changing, but just like really, I just feel like I'm going through this like weird transformative period where I'm kind of finding myself and like just having a lot of conflicts internally with like yeah. spirituality and religion and like just a bunch of different stuff that I'm going through mentally that I just am like, I feel so alone. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like anyone like I don't fit in anywhere. Yeah. To, that's just how it feels. Yeah. I feel that. I really do. Like I, and it, <laughs> again, I don't feel like exactly what you feel, but I feel the feeling of not being in a different completely way. understood. Yeah. And it, it sucks. It makes you feel kind of just like uneasy. And like, yes. when I'm really feeling lonely, when I'm really feeling like um, not understood or like I'm on like a completely different life path than everybody else, like yeah. so close to me where it's like, I'm I don't even know how to communicate what I'm feeling yeah. and I don't feel like if I communicate like it will be heard and so I'm just I get like irritable I get like uneasy yes, I very get like, uneasy yeah it's just like it, it makes this feeling in my chest oh it's like I start to withdraw from everything like uh, when I'm been it's feeling. like doom scrolling it's like I'll like go on TikTok or Instagram it's like it just makes me feel so much worse because I start to see people and I'm just like it makes me feel so isolated yes like, from every single person on on social media, like yes. for some reason, it never makes me feel better. And even though, like, I'll start, to, you know, to opening up about something to like Leif or even you know to you or mm-hmm. whoever, and it's like, I, I don't want to say I regret it ever because like you guys are all again like so supportive. But again, it's like I'm just like I don't think I think I'm just alone in yeah. this. I can't like. There's nothing that anyone can do. Yeah. It's, you know, you guys can validate me all day and be like, yeah, that's, that makes sense. And it's like, but at the end of the day, I'm just on this journey kind of alone with God. You know, I, I find peace in that because I'm like, I don't feel completely like I'm just alone in this world. But even with like infertility stuff, I was talking to Leif. I'm like, even though we're going through this together and you have your own, you know, probably Mm -hmm. feelings about it and stuff that I need to like respect, but I'm like, you will also never understand like how I feel. And I just have to like, be okay with that as, yeah. as as understanding and as validating as he is he's the best partner but it's yeah. like you still don't get yeah. fully get me in this way you I know? know it's so crazy I feel like it's almost sad. like it makes me sad that the older I get I feel like not sad in general I'm like life gets sad <laughs> but I something that was I mean we kind of talked about this in our like feeling like myself again episode it's like honestly as soon as I 
like I had the baby blues or whatever. It's like three days after you have kids or whatever, you like have the baby blues or whatever. And I didn't know what that meant. But then when I had them, I was like, it just seemed like life was so sad. Like everything about life like changes just like, I don't know, because I don't know if I talked about this, but um, when I came home from the hospital, I like said to Nick, I'm like, Sophie feels different to me. And he's like, oh no, it's already started. Because everyone's always like, oh, you'll feel so different about your dog. Like you won't even care about your dog. And I'm like, no, that's like literally impossible. I'm obsessed with Sophie. But I got home and I was like, it was so, this is so stupid to cry about my dog. Oh, <laughs> it's not stupid. Dogs are, um, what's the word? Like they show us so much unconditional love <laughs> that it's like they're a part of our family, you know? Yeah, I came home and I like, <laughs> I said that to Nick. I didn't even like mean to say that. I was like, Sophie feels weird to me. Like I was petting her and he was like, oh no, not, not already. And then like when I had the baby blues, I was just like so sad about everything. I was just like, oh my gosh, like life is so different. Like all of a sudden you're worried about everybody and it's just like you have no control. You realize you don't have control over a lot of things. And so sadness is just like going to happen. And mm-hmm. and also that where I was like, I feel so no one knows what I'm going through. And it's like, I have to do this by myself. Like, yeah. I just have to like go through this. I can't lean on people for this specific thing because I just, the only way to get through it is like by myself mentally. Exactly. And emotionally. And um, I just realized I'm like, I just can't like love my dog as much as I love my child, like my human child. Please don't cancel me for that. Like for some reason, <laughs> but I love my dog. I love Sophie so much. She's the most spoiled dog in the world. But I just had this moment of like, I had this like almost unhealthy attachment to her where I was like leaning on her for like, I don't know. And me and her had a serious talk and I was like, Sophie, like I can't give you the like, <laughs> like the level of spoiledness that I've been giving you because I just have to focus on Case right now. Like he's the new baby. Like you got to help me kind of thing. Yeah. Like we got to work together. Work together <laughs> as a team. Like it's not just going to be, I don't know. It was just like, <laughs> this is, I feel so dumb. <laughs> it was just like me and Sophie for so long. Like, People with outside dogs right now are shaking in their boots. Like, <laughs> what's happening? I just like me and Sophie were together all the time when we would move. Like, I got her when I was in therapy for like my like eating disorder, and she helped me so much. And then we just would do everything together. I would bring her places I like was not supposed to bring her. And she's huge, and for years and years and years. So it was just like this moment of like I think that was one of the moments is like kind of. I don't know, as small as it may seem, that I realized, like, life is changing. Yes, like, it's just, and no one gets it. Like, even mm-hmm. though people probably, there are people who probably have experienced something similar, but it's like, but you're like, but no, like, my yeah. relationship with, so, you know, it's exactly. you just feel, like, very, yeah, misunderstood or, like, no one could really, like, empathize in that deeply with you. Yeah, exactly. So, it's just, I don't know. I wanted to say, like, I've I validate that 100%, like, and I know, like, I didn't take offense to that at all. I, more than anything, I was like, oh, like, I'm sad that you feel that way because I know how it feels. But at the same time, it's like, I know that there's, it's just like something you have to do by yourself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, like, you're on your own lady. Yeah, <laughs> rad. But um, no, here's yeah. the thing. Don't feel, don't feel dumb for crying about dogs. In my recent New York vlog, I was legitimately bawling in Central Park because Danny was talking about Lucy and how she's oh. like been with her. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know, she's almost 17, I, love I Lucy think. Lucy too, yeah. And she's been with her through all the ups and downs of life. And she, you know, she's getting very old. And like, I literally started bawling. I'm like, Danny, do not do this to me right now. No. Like, she's like, she just like sleeps at the foot of my bed every night. And I was stop. like, Danny, stop. Like, I literally mm-hmm. started bawling. I'm like, no, like, why are dogs so precious? And I was even saying, I was like, I was never even a dog person. And I'm sitting on this bench, bawling, thinking yeah. about my friend's dog dying. I know. Anytime soon, like, I can't, I can't do this today. I um, know, it's so sad. 
But, but don't worry, Sophie's loved. I don't want people to think I, I forgot about her. Like, still, she's no, we more know. than she's, spoiled. I just bought her a new Wild One harness. She's looking fresh. She's loving life. She's Casey's She new goes best on friend, lots so. of walks. Yes. She, yeah. No, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. someone actually did comment. They're like, we need a podcast episode about this. And yeah, I think it's I didn't just, want to hijack the episode. Sorry about that, but. No, it's it was, fine. Yeah. I think. I think it's good to to talk about that. I mean, I could say so much more, but I think feel like I would just be repeating myself. I I just yeah, and there's nothing even so major in my life that I'm like hiding or something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like literally just. I feel like just part of it's growing kind of, up. Yeah, it's like say it's growing up. It's growing up. It's like get, getting to your late twenties, being like, oh, what do I believe? Like, why do I think this way? Like, why am I the way I am? Okay. Like we've been trying to start a family, husband working. Am I even ready for that though? But like, I want it, but you know what I'm saying? It's just Mm -hmm. all of this weird stuff at once happening. Um, and there really is something I think, especially when you're a sensitive person, which I feel like we both are mm -hmm. and you're like expressing how you feel about something and you're feeling vulnerable. Like the part about being vulnerable, it's never the reason it's vulnerable and scary is because it's not um, 100% guaranteed that people are going to understand you. Like, yeah, that's the reason it's scary is because when you share, some people will relate to you, but you're also putting it out there for people to be like, oh, like, yeah, really? Yeah, exactly. And, and even, I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so like, like I want to take all my words back. Yeah. But I'm like, I wish I almost didn't share that with you because yeah. you literally do not get it at yeah. all. And you don't get me. Amazing. Yeah. But that being said, I think it's been like, I mean, I've been talking a lot about lately about how I feel like I'm truly learning to like be my own best friend. And I think that's really important. Yeah. It's like, just being an individual, it's not that you have to deal with everything on your own. In a way, it's like at the end of the day, like you got yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've learned. It's like I can have the most supportive people around me, but I'm I'm all I've got. Like I'm the one who's laying in bed every night, you yeah. know, with my own thoughts. And so I just want to be my own best friend and be my own rock, you know? Yes. And uh, one more thing. Maybe this will lead into the actual meat of today's episode. Which, which will be five minutes at this point. the title. Yeah. But – Basically, I was reading like a while ago about like feeling understood and like why we tend to want to feel so understood and, you know, feeling lonely or whatever. And one of the parts, like you were saying, it's like a lot of it is has to do with you. It has nothing to do with other people. It's like there's this saying that like shakes me to my core. It's like there is no other. There's only self. Basically, in the four agreements, like it makes sense kind of where it's like there's nobody else. There's no other. There's only self. I don't know how else to like describe it besides if something's making you upset, if something's, you know, uh, triggering you, something like that. It's all stems back to yourself. Yes, it all yeah. stems back to yourself. It has nothing to do with like other people. Like you mm-hmm. are not other people, I guess. Right. I don't know if that is weird. But anyways, it was basically saying like, look at how you are communicating. Like, look at, are you even communicating? Because sometimes I'm like, no one understands me. And then I'll like say it to Nick. Like I'll say something like, well, I just feel this way. And he's like, oh, and he does get something. Right. And I'm like, I felt lonely in that for so long, but I never, I realized I never even like properly expressed right. what I actually was feeling, you mm-hmm. know? And, you know, that's part of feeling lonely is sometimes you don't know how to say it. So mm-hmm. this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, undereating and overeating. I feel like we can all, all, every single person listening to this podcast right now can relate to feeling stressed. 
I definitely feel stressed at least once a day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some like weeks are worse than others where you're just feeling very stressed and it's really affecting your day-to-day life. And it's the worst. There's also so many reasons for stress. Some of them are underlying, whether it's like financial stuff, stuff with your family, with your partner, with your friends. So here is your reminder to take care of yourself, do less, and maybe try some therapy. You know, sometimes we live in a world that just tells you to like go, 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 do more and like even numb your mind when you're feeling stressed. But sometimes it's really, really nice to just actually talk things out and find solutions or just even, again, talking can even sometimes just help relieve a lot of pressure and stress. Especially if you're going through something like a change in your life or exactly like what that means, like going through something in your life, talking it out can really, really help and relieve that stress, which can give you a clear mind so you can, you know, make better decisions and just change your life for the better in general. So BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can give it a try and see if online therapy can help you lower your stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and What We Said listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash what we said. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash what we said. Go check it out. We love Green Chef over here at the What We Said podcast, and you guys already know that. We also love HelloFresh. If you've heard us mention them in the past, they actually own Green Chef now, and we love both the brands. They're both amazing and make cooking a fun, easy, seamless experience, which is really amazing, especially when you're not a great cook like me. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you are keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. With fresh produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients you can trust, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Makes cooking easy so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. They have pre-made and pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices that get you that more chef-curated flavor, you know, and it's super easy to achieve, which we love. With Green Chef, you get organic ingredients and sustainably sourced produce so you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. Green Chef's options for every lifestyle include keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, and gluten-free. So whether you're looking for, you know, carb-conscious, gluten-free, plant-based, or calorie-conscious options, or you just want to have delicious balanced dishes, Green Chef has flavorful, feel-good recipes that are sure to satisfy. Green Chef's vegan and vegetarian recipes are full of plant-based proteins and wholesome sides. As somebody who eats plant-based, I will tell you it's very hard to find different meals all the time. I find myself like repeating the same meals, but Green Chef makes it really easy to, you know, spice it up a little bit. So go to greenchef.com slash what we said 130 and use the code what we said 130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash what we said 130 and use the code what we said 130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Go now. You know what's a fun way to express how you feel? Vision boards. Vision boards. <laughs> creating your dream life. We're like, life is hard and changes. <laughs> Literally the opposite of what we had planned. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Well, we did do, like we said, we did that event yesterday and we just talked um, about vision boards and like expectations and, you know, curating a feeling and, vis- and the power of visualization pretty much. So I why think, don't you start us off, Jason? Okay. Well, I feel like, 
visualizing things is so powerful and it sounds here's the thing if you're like a skeptical person because I'm very cynical and skeptical a lot of times so like a lot of times when people are just very they act like oh I just dreamed this up and it happened I'm like "Mm, not likely like I'm just very (laughs) you know skeptical I guess you could say so if you are also that way just like I don't know Try to just stop. Just try to. We don't understand. (laughs) Like, I don't get you. You got to deal with that on your own, girl. No, I just think like try and hear it with open ears, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like be open to the idea that you really could have everything you've wanted. You can have your dream life. It's possible for you. Something that I was mentioning at the event is like, I really feel like I am living my dream life, which is ironic that I just said I'm like, I'm the loneliest I've ever been. (laughs) But um you know, that's just part of life. Life is never going to be perfect, but that doesn't mean I'm still not living out like my dreams. And I truly feel like I am because at the end of the day, I wake up every day and I'm excited about my life. I love where I live. I love my friends and family. I love my husband, my dog. Like, you know, I am obsessed with what I do and my job. And I think that's what living your dream life is, you know? And I think a lot of a huge reason I am where I am with that is because of visualizing it and also, you know, working to make it happen. But a massive factor of like visualization and having your dreams and living out what you want to do is believing that it's possible and believing that believing that it's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. And I hesitate to even say this, honestly, because I feel like this could just get taken out of context badly but I'm gonna say it just because I love you guys and I just want you guys get it and you guys get us I always say to Leif I do not ever worry about money and I never have even when I was you know I don't come from a lot of money so this Mm -hmm. isn't like you know I definitely am privileged in the way that I you know I'm not gonna act like I came from absolutely nothing but At the same time, like I didn't grow up with a ton of money, but I have always just had this feeling of knowing, like knowing I will not struggle with money. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that is. I don't know why I felt that way. You know, I've felt that way since I was in high school. And I don't know if it's because I started making my own money at a young age and I was like actually making pretty decent money for my age at the time. And I just continued to have success, you know, with it. But That is an example to me of like kind of just, I don't know what to call it. like Operating from that space. I already have it. Mm -hmm. Not like, oh my gosh, I'm so, you know, and again, I'm lucky because I haven't had super traumatic money experiences or something. So again, I hesitate to even talk about this because I just feel like it could be taken the wrong way. But I always say I'm never worried about money. I don't ever get scared that I'm not going to have money one day. Mm -hmm. I always know that I'm going to be living out my dreams and I'm always going to have what I need. Mm -hmm. And it's always been true for me. Like that's how I know that it's real is because I've never, I have never struggled with money in my adult life. I've never been in like debt or whatever. And this is a combination of visualization and action. Like I I also don't just sit around all day and be like, hope it comes. Like it's (laughs) like, I obviously do things to make this happen, but I just want to give you guys that example because also with moving to California, like I, you know, had been visualizing that for so long and Leif and I were like, that's our dream. That's our dream. And we made it happen and, and we did it and and we're here now. And it's just like, 
I guess the reason I'm sharing that is because I, not to say like, I'm so great. It's to say that it is so powerful to like almost act as if you just know something is going to happen. It gives you this like certain type of confidence to where you're just not so, I don't know, skittish and nervous because you're just like, this is a solid thing. You're way more confident and and you don't have as much self-doubt like creeping in because it's just like not possible. Exactly. And so I just, again, I have my own insecurities with certain things, but there are a few areas of life that I'm just extremely confident in. And a big part of that is my career and Mm -hmm. financially. And I think we all have different strengths in different ways. Like I think other people, you know, where I fall short with confidence, like other people, they feel that way where they're just like, oh, I never struggle with like how I look. Like Mm -hmm. I just always, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. So I think we all need to like play to our strengths, but it's just a testament to me of like, wow, I, these things like literally have come true. Mm -hmm. Also with Chelsea and I, with the podcast, it's like, we literally started this podcast when it was four years ago. Podcasts were not very popular. They were like kind of gaining popularity, but not anywhere near what they Mm -hmm. are today. We stuck with it. We saw like a vision for it and we kept going. And it's like, I mean, I'm stunned yeah. like with what's happened. I, I really am. Like, even though, again, I've kind of, I feel like we had this vision of like, this could actually be something at the same time. It's like, I'm shocked when I yeah. actually think about it. I'm like, what the heck? We're doing this full time. But it's like, again, it's that power of like, we saw a vision in something. We literally made mood boards and yeah. vision boards. We wrote down very specific goals, goals and they have like, pretty much all come to fruition at yeah. this point. Yeah. It's like I was saying last night like the I love the like if you shoot for the stars you'll end up somewhere in the clouds quote because I feel like it's so true when you just think anything is possible. You're going to get somewhere along the way. You're going to get you're surely going to get off the ground. So, you might as well just believe that you can literally reach the stars because you're just going to go up 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 and you're going to have you're going to be operating from the space of like it's going to happen and I feel like even with like the podcast we never were worried about it. We, we never were worried in general. Like we didn't really put too much thought into like where it was going at all. Like there right. was no expectation. There was no emotional attachment to whether it was going to be a success or a failure. We were just having fun with it. Yes. And I don't know if I've actually talked about this on the podcast before, but I definitely talk about it in Bounce Boss, but it's called the Be Do Have Principle. And basically most people believe that you have to have what you want to have first. And then you'll be able to do the things that you finally have always been wanting to do. And then finally, you'll be the person that you want to be. So they always think it's have, do, be. Um, for example, it's like, okay, once I have a good body, then I'll be able to go to the gym and work out really well. I'll have a great routine. And then I'll be the healthy person that I really wanted to be. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But Or for money. It's like, okay, if I have money, then I can start to you know do things without stress. And I can start to enjoy my job. And then I'll be a successful person. Whatever. When in actuality, it's the opposite way. It's once you believe that you already are that person and not even believing like you know that that's who you are, that you have that potential. It's it's already inside of you. You don't have to go chasing it externally. Then you will start to do the things because you're in a positive place with no pressure. Um, you're feeling motivated naturally. So you're going to start do, doing the things that you wanted to. And then finally, you'll have the things that you've been wanting to have. And you won't have so much attachment to those things that like – the surface level things of like, definitely, you know, what you've been wanting to gain this whole time, whether it is like, you know, your dream body or your dream life or whatever it is that you've, you know, that you value pretty much. And I think also with visualization, 
kind of going back to like being understood, everyone has different preferences and everyone's on their own journey with, you know, different aspects of their life. So you have to think about like what you value. Like you have to be intentional about what you value. So if you value community or authenticity or, you know, creativity, pleasure, inner harmony, like if you think of just a couple things that are really important to you and they're going to be different than other people, then that's okay. That's what makes, you know, all of us, we all have different parts of the choir pretty much. So, and think about that. And then, you know, consider that you already are a creative person. You already are a person who does these things and who has these, who has this potential. And I think with setting goals and and visualizing things as well, sometimes I don't want to say always, it just depends on the person. But I think sometimes setting very specific like number related goals. Sure. Sometimes it can work and it can be great. But for me, I've always found that like, it's almost like if you set a goal, okay, I want to hit this amount of downloads or something, and then you don't get to it, you feel like you failed when, again, you shot for the, the moon and you landed amongst the stars. You did mm-hmm. great, but you are like beating yourself up because you didn't get to the very specific goal. And so it, it's more about curating a feeling. And that's what we talked about a lot um, at this event too. Of, you know, when you're creating a vision board, it's not necessarily like, I want to have this amount of money. I want to have this body. It's like, how do I want to feel every day? What's the life I want to live? Even when I talk just barely about the money thing, it's like, for me, I'm just drawn to a life of like freedom where it's like, I have financial freedom. I have options. Like it's not necessarily that I'm like, I like luxury items and bags. I want to have money so I can, it's like, no, I like the feeling of not stressing about money, of being able to have the option to go on kind of whatever trip I want to go on. I want to be able to do fun things and surprise my parents and pay for it. Like, do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, I I want to curate this feeling of feeling financially free and excited about life and not, I think financial stress can be a huge stressor. Yeah. And so, you know, same thing with like what you're saying with the body. It's like, okay, it's great. If you, even if you're on a weight loss journey, anything that you're trying to do, you want to build muscle. It's like, I don't necessarily think that's bad, but focus more on how you want to feel. And then your goal, you're so much more likely to hit your goal and it will feel so much more fulfilled or what's the word I'm looking for? Fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's not so like I have to hit this weight. It's like, okay, I want to feel healthy, energized, Mm -hmm. excited, strong. Like when I think of those things, that motivates me so much. Mm -hmm. Right now, as I'm saying that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally want to go lift weights because that makes me feel so good. If I'm saying I want to lose a little bit of the fat here and I want to do this, I'm kind of like, now I'm kind of feeling just like, yeah, a little bit stressed. 100%. It's the difference between intention and expectation. And, and intention has been, I think, overused in the last couple of years where it's anytime a saying starts to be overused, it starts to lose. It's like, you know, spice or it's power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think that's kind of what happened with intentional and being intentional. You just see it all the time. It's like, be intentional, be intentional about this. Actually, intentional means the opposite of having expectations. There's no, an expectation is something that has emotional attachment to it. And intention is more about a direction. Intention comes from a place of humility and creativity and not a place of expectation and specifics and control. Mm-hmm. Um, and also intention is about acceptance and not, again, controlling things and trying to judge things. There's no judgment in intentions. And it's like with a healthy lifestyle, you don't have to look a certain way to live a healthy lifestyle, to live the healthy lifestyle you want. You don't have to wait until you have that, you know, aesthetic that you have to live the life that you want. You can just start doing it today. And that's what holds, that's the main way I find myself self-sabotaging is procrastination and like over planning almost where it's Mm -hmm. like, 
okay, well, once I have this, I'm going to start doing this, 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 this. I, I will literally dedicate hours to over planning things and getting down to the details. And then I don't realize, I actually didn't realize this till recently that that was actually me self-sabotaging because it was like making me procrastinate and not just like taking action and doing. Yes. No, I always say like, I feel like so many problems that we create for ourselves. It's just, yeah, it, it, it's it's hard to have balance overall in life always. It's like you're never going to be the happiest, healthiest, you know, amazing version of yourself 24-7. Of mm-hmm. course not. But it's also like we overcomplicate all these things. It's like, oh, I want to feel like healthy and I want to, you know, sometimes it's hard to balance it all. But it's like, okay, I need to then be like getting enough sleep and like drinking water and doing these like very basic things that are not, I don't really need to like over plan and be like, you know, have this very rigid schedule. It's Mm -hmm. like, I kind of just need to be like eating, you know, healthy, nutritious meals for the most part, drinking water, getting sleep and like doing some exercise. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And maybe that does sound overwhelming, but I just feel like we overcomplicate it and like act like we have to have this such specific, I don't know, things we need to do when it's like, it gives us a false sense of um, control. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like well, maybe I'll end with this. So say more stuff so that I can end um, with something else. Well, just say it because then I'll then I'll go off of that. Well, I was going to say, I feel like a good maybe like actual exercise that you guys can do at home if you want or something, something I just literally thought of is, um, for example, when I make vision boards or mood boards, I like to sometimes make them for specific things in my life. So I will, at the beginning of the year, I was like made one for my relationship and for um, like my health and wellness goals and stuff like that. And again, when I'm doing that, I'm very much curating a feeling, but I think it could be fun. I think we're actually going to do an episode specifically about this. So maybe I'll save like specifics for that, but doing like a summer vision board or a summer mood board where you just like go on Pinterest, or you can actually physically make a vision board like we did, where you get magazines and different stuff like that, print out photos. But basically kind of like curating a feeling for summer and just being like, just cause that's coming up. So that's what's on my mind and, and being like, mm-hmm. okay, how do I want to feel this summer? And when I think of like the next few months, I want to just like do fun stuff with my friends. I've been thinking like, I just want to like have a night where we, you know, watch like an old 2000s rom-com mm-hmm. and we do this. And then I want to have another night where we do like a pizza night and then go to the beach for whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if I want to create that feeling, like I'm going to go find images that are of people like laughing with their friends and it's going to just make me feel so excited to experience that with my friends and um, inspire me to plan fun activities. And like, you know, if you want to go on a road trip this summer, like just stuff like that. I think that's like a fun way to kind of get your motivation and inspiration going for something specific. I mean, you can make a vision board for literally whatever you want. Um, or it can be broad, but I think that that's like just a fun thing to do. Yeah. I think when you think of vision boards, like they are supposed to be fun. And I always find like when I do make vision, vision boards for something for mostly like just life in general, not for like specific businesses or brands or anything like that. But when I, when it comes to like, oh, my vision board for 2022. Yeah. I always find they're more simple than like you would think a vision board is. Like yeah. it doesn't have like Range Rovers on it and like, yeah. you know, money signs or anything like that. They're, they're, there's money, every, you know, every so often on it, but it's mostly like joy. Like it's just like experiencing joy and beauty. And I feel like, again, going back to the planning thing, it's, it's not, life is not about 
being the perfect balanced person. It's about finding balance. Like the act of finding balance is where you're going to experience joy. It's where you're going to experience like the ultimate like human experience is, you know, connection and creativity and, you know, service and just those moments of like simple joy, you know, Mm -hmm. just laughing about something or, um, and I feel like once you start to, um, visualize that and you start to become aware of those moments, like you said, like just having fun, life becomes so fulfilling. Like it be, it just starts to make sense. Like life starts to feel so simple and I can overthink like nobody's business. Like my mind can go so crazy, which I'm sure like everybody's does, like Mm -hmm. especially women. I think our minds just go so fast. And so I can start to complicate life so much. And when I, like I overcomplicate life, I overcomplicate loving myself, overcomplicate loving other people. But when I, when it really comes down to it, it's just simple. It's like, you just have to accept and just, I don't know, just, well, I think, yes. And I think the, the goal of making a vision board or a mood board or like manifesting or any of that stuff, I think where it can become dangerous is if it's like, you're putting all these outlandish things on your vision board that it's like, if this doesn't come true, I'm a failure. Like, yes. like again, putting that expectation on it. And I've definitely been there where it's like, again, I've made such specific goals. Like I remember a few years ago making very specific like number goals where mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to hit this number on YouTube, this number on Instagram. And like none of them came true. I was like, I'm going to get verified. Like all of these things yeah. that were so, again, when I really – I've just gotten older now. And so I feel like I, you know, have a little bit better idea of what life's about. And I just get better yeah. ideas every year. But like, I look back and I'm like, well, that that's kind of a dumb goal because it's like, who really cares if I have a blue check mark on my Instagram? It adds so much unnecessary pressure. Yeah. And it's like, who really cares if I hit that exact number on, mm-hmm. you know? And by the end of the year, I was like, cool, I failed. I literally didn't hit a single one of those things. And the only reason you can, I'm not saying you, but like that we in general, care about those things is because we think other people care. Yeah. It's Otherwise, like, we don't care. Exactly. And and that's something else that I was saying at the event is like a mood board and, and visualizing things and all the, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone but you. This is mm-hmm. for you. And that's why I've been so passionate lately about like finding individuality and doing your own thing and putting whatever you want on your vision board, your goals. Like it, it can be specific, sure. But I think when you have goals that are more like, I want to feel this way. Mm -hmm. I want to feel very confident. I want to like be in love with my partner and like have so much fun with them. To me, that just gives me motivation and good feelings more than like, I want to do this photo shoot with, you know, this and have this many followers. It's like, who, who cares? Like, and again, I guess I'm just getting older. So I realize that that stuff's like, so, oh, don't worry. My dog just screaming in in the background. She probably just I don't know. She's small. <laughs> she might have gotten stepped on a little. She's fine. She'll be fine. Yeah. I don't, I lost my train of thought. But just like I just want to reiterate. It's like about mm-hmm. the feeling. It's not about these very specific things. The last thing you want is for a vision board to like stress you out. If, yes. if it's going to stress you out, there's no point. It, it's for inspiration mm-hmm. and it's for fun. If you feel your chest tightening up when you're making a vision board, <laughs> abort the mission. If you feel your chest opening up and you're self-relaxing, that's a great vision board. It's great. We love it. Well, we have, you know, can I tell you guys something? We always are like, we're going to make our episodes like 40 minutes, like, or 45 minutes. And that way, like, after the ads, it'll be, you know, a perfect 50, 50 minute episode or something like that. Chatty Never Cathy's. happens. We're chatty Cathy's. Chatty, chatty girls. And guess what? That's why we're buffoons. <laughs> <laughs> 
And we're going to own that. If only he could see you now. Literally. (laughs) I was thinking afterwards, I was like, wait till he finds out I have a podcast. Wait till you come up on his TikTok for you page. He sees you're verified. And he says, wow, look at that girl. Isn't she neat? I think that this man doesn't know what TikTok is. The, The text on his phone was massive. Like, the the you know the like how you can make your text oh, be yeah. super big, oh yeah. I mean maybe he just like doesn't have great <laughs> like, eyes. My mom does that. Well, but I'm just saying. <laughs> my I, mom gets so mad. I always call her out for like little things on the phone. Well, I'm just saying. I feel like that's <laughs> yeah, an yeah. older mm-hmm. person thing to do. So yes. I'm like, okay, are you? Do you really have TikToks? I was thinking. I'm like, what if this comes up on his free page? Seriously, but I'm like, I, what if he's scrolling? Fire- you guys, you should make this episode chart just for fun, just for funsies. So he he goes through his podcast. He's gonna go listen to his favorite podcast. This and- man's going to listen to Joe Rogan, <laughs> and he sees buffoon as the title, and he says, "That's that word sounds That's, familiar. I love that word. I've been using that word a lot. That was my word of the week." <laughs> and then he listens. Oh, wow, iconic Revenge is sweet. You know what's funny is I already said but this, who but cares? he said. He's like, I don't know where you guys are from. You said I'm the like, valley. I said, honey, you're in Orange County. Some someone someone commented. They go, if this man is headed to Southern California, he's going to be miserable. I'm screaming, literally, <laughs> literally miserable. Like California is not for you, sir. If this you don't like his dreams, yeah, if you don't like this accent, Sorry. it is not for you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope this is this episode is a little little bit all over the place, but hopefully you got something from it. If you guys are feeling extra nice screenshot whatever post on your instagram story tag Mm -hmm. us we always love to see that also i don't know if people know this but you can go because i didn't know this until recently but you guys can go on spotify and follow our podcast i believe it's kind of like subscribing Mm. um so i think i don't know exactly how spotify works but i've actually been listening to podcasts on spotify and i love it we love spotify so you can i think you give us a rating on there as well if you're feeling really nice you're feeling really generous you can give us a rating on Spotify. And thank you guys so much for your support. I mean, we probably sound like broken records, but like, I don't know. We know we couldn't do this without you guys. And we're obsessed with you guys. We've been meeting more of you in public. It's like the best thing in the world. And it's so, it's so comforting because I just feel like we're all friends. Mm -hmm. And it's, again, even when there's certain things we're like hesitant to share, it's, it's always worth it in the end because we just feel like we're chatting with a bunch of best friends. And we're like, really, really appreciate you guys. So, Thank you so much for everything. You guys are the coolest. We love you. And that's That's what what we said. said. Bye.